0: back.
1: Listening to Arizona's number one geek and nerd comic book podcast, at least in my mind, you're listening to the Absolute Geek Podcast. I'm Matt.
2: I'm Kyle. I'm Brian. Damn it, I was gonna, I was gonna intro with something else. I fucking forgot.
1: Welcome everyone. Happy Fourth of July uh, to everyone in the states. If you guys had fun yesterday, barbecuing and shooting explosives in the air and doing whatever crazy shit you do on the Fourth of July, no one's, uh, no one's gonna fault you for whatever you do unless you shoot guns in the air that's just kind of a, a jackass move but yes, uh
0: sir. but yeah so how'd you guys what'd you guys do for your fourth anything fun i uh just kind of hung out with my pops and my brother and it was a good day good day shitty night but good day i watched stranger things
1: me too i went golf with I my dad. went golfing with my old man got a little bit of heat stroke Ooh. You know, <laughs> L- overheat a little bit. That was fun. Yeah, yeah. You, you're, you're out there and you're like it, it, the Arizona heat. It's hot. The sun is hot, but it is brutal when it's just beating down on you. I'm like, oh, it's you even, know, it was 85 when we started. I was like, this isn't bad, but then just standing there, just the sun beating directly on you is just brutal.
0: It's even bad at nighttime when it's 100 degrees. Yeah, you know, <laughs> damn. So. It's a dry heat. Well, I can tell you, it being a dry heat, that doesn't
1: mean shit. It's still it's a shitty hot. Heat. Yeah. Yeah. It's still very, very hot. Yeah. But well, I hope everyone had a good 4th of July. Um, like Kyle said, I did. I started watching Stranger Things myself. I finished it today. Have you finished it yet, Kyle?
2: I finished it last night. I, I thought still was, haven't watched
1: it. I thought it was better than season two. It was a lot better than season two.
2: I thought it was too, but I figured we'd wait, give everybody time to watch it. I'm sure everybody fucking watched it, but whatever.
1: Oh yeah. I mean maybe talk about it next week. We can give people time. I'm just saying like I was surprised how quickly I burned through eight episodes. Like I didn't real like it didn't feel like I watched eight episodes of an hour long show. I didn't feel like I watched eight hours of a
2: show. Some of them were longer. Yeah. The last couple were like an hour and 20 or something.
0: Hmm. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's uh, get started, guys. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and screen share while Kyle talks. Uh, if, Matt, if you want to throw me on presenting real quick, here we go. Uh, yeah. Hold up. Let's do
2: this. I'd like to give a shout out to uh, to Chuck. Chuck lost his... Uh, his dog last night. His dog's been going through some seizures and uh, not doing too well. So he made the decision to uh, to put his dog down. And um, guy, he's he's had that dog for like 12 years. I remember when I was a little puppy. And uh, I just want to give a shout out to know that we're, you know, you know when we're attached to something like a pet, and it's hard to, uh, especially having it for you know 12 years. It's it's a hard thing to do. To decide to put it down. So we're just letting you know that. Sorry to hear that you had to do it.
0: Yep. Much love and uh, and uh, respect and uh, positive uh, thoughts going out. So
2: anybody has to do that. It sucks. So yeah, it was. I remember. I remember. I remember when that dog was a puppy. Yeah. Was a rambunctious puppy.
0: <laughs> yeah. It sounded like a like a like a. a a pit bull, uh, the way a pit bull acts.
2: Yeah, Absolutely
0: he, loyal to no doubt to its owner.
2: He, yeah, it, you know, he wasn't mean. It, you know, Chuck was very kind to that dog. And, uh, but you could tell he loved it. And, uh, yeah, it just, yep. It, it's, it's, <laughs> that thing got fucking huge fast though yeah that's
0: what he was saying he's saying it was a bit it was he got to the point where it was tough to even like you know pick him up and uh, especially when he's dead weight so yeah that was uh that, that's a bad thing to go through uh anytime especially on the fourth of july when the regular vets aren't open and if you have a vet that you go to and but um yeah anyways big shout out so uh we kind of wanted to start the start the show out and give that a, a shout out but um one of the things that we kind of gotta go into is the uh, Neil Adams drawing. So
1: I think we should already? I think we should wait. We need to do that at the end of the show. You you want to do it at the yeah, end? Yeah, it, it doesn't need to be right off the bat. That make him wait. Make him wait. Make them wait. Make them wait for it. We'll wait. You don't right. you don't you don't hand the cookie out right away. You make them work for it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they've, well, been... they've, waited, they've waited four weeks. Right. It's all That's... right. What's, the, what's, another, entered, two hours? what's yeah, another two yeah, hours? Yeah, you know what? We'll, we'll, we'll wait a little bit. We'll get a couple topics in and then we'll give it to them.
1: Curveball, you um, have to be in the chat till the end to win. So if we draw your name and you're not there, you don't win. No, that's no. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do that. Um, but uh, but if you don't
2: claim your prize in two weeks, I get it. So yeah.
1: So now that we officially started the show... At, by bringing everybody down. We're trying to challenge ourselves here. show's getting kind of stale, so we figured this week we would start it on a down note it, with, you know, sadness, and now we're going to yes. try and elevate our game. So we'll, yeah. see, we'll see if we can elevate that game. So, but, I didn't mean to kill your vibe by saying let's let's wait for the Neil Adams thing, but I think, <laughs> I think it should be li- the last thing we do. Before nah, Brian goes to good. take his shit this week,
2: yeah, I think it needs to be the yeah. last thing
1: we do. Yeah. Um yeah, that, that way Tim we, has to uh, sit through the entire show before he wins cuz Jesus Christ,
2: how
0: many entries he's, yeah, he's got. got? five <laughs> five or six entries in there, Jesus, yeah.
2: That's what you get when you fucking participate.
0: Yeah. Right? Uh but so first topic of the show, uh we've been talking and we've had a lot of people get back to us about like some comic book collecting topics and and helping people out that might not, you know, know all this stuff people that are new to the game. We'll be throwing out all kinds of info. We'll try and hit a a topic once a week. Um, But uh, our our first topic for the uh, collecting topic of the week is mylars and boards. Um, Basically bags and boards, but of a much higher quality um, that you want to uh, put your better books in at least. Um, And trust me, you might not think you need them, but once you put them in there and you see how good they look, in uh, these uh, mylars, you'll you'll want to do it. But um, one of the things that uh, I was able to do is I was able to pull out uh, a couple... These are what I use. I use um, the Mylite 2s from eGerber mylars and the full-back backing boards. And basically what they are, full-back backing boards are just like really thick, uh, super heavy weight backing boards that you don't have to worry about changing every 5 years like you
2: should with regular bags and boards we have to change them every 5 years
0: yeah so with mylars you don't even have to do that i mean most people don't change their bags and boards every 5 years they don't ever change them so, but if you
1: put, so you're you say that you should change
0: your you recommend changing your bags and boards every 5 years i don't i don't recommend it because i say why do that why don't you just buy mylars and put put them in mylars i mean at least your good books but that's that's what most comic collecting uh, um, advice is is you need to change your bags and boards because they get old have you ever gone through like like a collection and the bags and boards are so old that they're literally sticking to each other yeah so they're they're kind of degrading they're falling apart mylars won't do that um, well how I'll much uh, would
1: like proper storage like in a in a like room temperature room in a back in a long or short box and kind of a darker, more cooler place.
0: How much would that affect that? Yeah. Proper storage for comics is, is common sense in my opinion, right? You've got, you live in Arizona, it's 120 degrees. Don't fucking put your comics in the, in the garage. You know what I mean? Um, you live somewhere where there's a lot of flooding. Don't put your comics in the basement. If you don't have a pump or, you know what I mean? Like just be smart about it. Um, Anything is going to go bad when you uh, put it to the elements. You don't want to put comics, no matter what type of bag of board they're in, in the sun. Uh, they're going to fade. Um, that's just with anything. So, I think that that's kind of common sense. Uh, put your ba- your comics where they're safe and. So know, how much?
2: How much thicker is the uh, Mylar boards than the normal like BCW so, boards?
0: So, so the fullbacks are are let's see here if it says here uh 42 mil 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 thick cardboard so what is that that's what's well, 42 mils i guess that's like i can't it's too hard to show on here i have a link that i'm going to put out here at the end um and uh we'll put in the show notes and you know get so the place where i learned about these these mylars you can see them um you can see they're they're really nice um they're almost I like the fullbacks because they're almost like um, the top loaders. They've got a lot of, you know, you can kind of. They're more dense. They're sturdy, yeah. You don't have to worry about, you know, bending them or anything. And they just look really clear. They make the book really pop. If you're going to, you know, we've been proponents of putting books out so you can enjoy them. Put them on the wall if you like the cover. You know, and this is a perfect thing to do. You can buy cool, uh, you know, a, a comic book frame, throw
2: them in nice mylars, throw them in the comic book frame. Um, but, but collecting tip, buying tip, I would say with that is if the person selling you the book is selling the mylar more than the book and how the book looks in the mylar and, and, and pushing up the grade because of the way it looks in the mylar, that's a red flag to take it out and look at it before you buy it. Oh yeah, of course. Oh, I'm
1: just saying. I'm just pointing yeah. out. To just no, okay, no, yeah, yeah. So, somebody in My Kyle's audience it. liked that tip. Someone in Kyle's yeah. audience loved that tip. You had to laugh at it. Uh. <laughs> Kyle, you didn't um, know Kyle performs in front of a studio audience every weekend. Yeah.
0: Uh, um. So what? Uh, I'll, I'll share. I'll share this real quick here. Let me well, go real quick
1: before you go on, do you have um, just a normal bag and board that you would buy from the comic shop versus your thick yes, bags that you can show people the, the difference
0: i buy i don't have any here and you're not going to see the difference here it's just too small um but i have a link that i'm going to post and i'm going to show you guys real quick and it shows all all bags that you got different size bags and boards right and the same with Mylar's. And the only problem with Mylar's that is tough at first is you have to figure out what size bags and boards you need. Because with Mylar's, you have to buy a board that's a certain size and a bag that's a certain size. For example, everything that I put in my like normal modern books, I put in um, 7, 5, 725 M2 Mylar's and then 700 FB, which is for fullback. So you, you're doing the 725 bag, that's the size, and 700 boards. So you're making the board just a little bit smaller. And uh, the link I have, once you go to this link, you'll see what each bag and board looks like with a comic in it. And it's cool because what he does is he shows a modern book in all the Mylar's and boards, a golden age book in all the Mylar's and boards, magazine, you know, so you can see. and the, the the links that he gives On how to get them And this was one of the best tips That I ever had um In the last 10 years In the comic community Was this link I, I It's in my favorites for comics I go to it once a year Whenever I got Or once every two years Whenever I got to buy Mylar's I buy Mylar's I just buy them in bulk um, I buy a thousand ba- uh, Mylar bags And a thousand boards And I think it's like 300 bucks And that that can last, that lasts me usually two years or more. Um, and otherwise it's quite a bit more, but you spent $300 so you on it, bags and boards. Yeah. I mean, you're putting, Jeez. you're putting, you're putting books in there that are worth 10 times that that's true. Why? Yeah. Why, you know, and, and you're only buying bags and boards once for two or three years I, I go through a lot of bags and boards. Imagine somebody that goes through half of that. You know what I mean? You can just buy enough bags and boards for your whole thing. Um, we were talking about Chuck earlier, and Chuck Chuck started collecting comics recently, and he's putting together a nice collection. And he recently ha- it, you know, had to buy a bunch of bags and boards for his collection. And he literally went he, – he said, okay, where are you buying your bags and boards? I told him. He went. He bought 1,000 bags and boards. He's going to have to buy more because his collection over over 1,000 books. So – if you're, you know what I mean. You got to think what what these bags and boards are doing and how important they are, especially for good books. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, but let me go ahead and uh, Kyle, if you want to throw anything in there, I'm gonna uh, bring up this this uh, page real quick and share it, and then once you're done, we can.
2: And another good way to seal up the mylars is the painter's tape. So yeah. get away get away from using scotch tape, and get more into. The painter's tape, because the painter's tape is made to peel off, so if it happens to get stuck on the book, you're, it's not going to rip, it's not going to tear, it's not going to leave any residue. It's,
0: uh... Yes. Yeah. And it, it's
2: you so, to reseal.
1: So you would suggest painter's tape over even, like, self-adhesive uh, yes, bags of I always,
0: So... If you guys can see, let me go ahead and stop sharing. That's a good book. I have a couple of those. So I'm going to stop sharing real quick and I'll go back. But um, if you guys can see this, this is um, this right here is how I use my all my uh, mylar's. I put a, a painter's tape on the back. And if it's a PC book, I'll put what the book is like this one. says second Venom appearance, McFarlane. Right. Because this is like the second cover appearance of Venom and this is a this is a hot book right now because and I just went and pulled out all my copies and I put painter's tape on the back I don't like self-adhesive on these types of books just because like Kyle said it's so much easier with painter's tape you never have to worry about painter's tape I've literally put painter's tape on accident right on a cover and you can pull it off and not and slow enough and not to have any issues you're not going to do that with anything else you know if you make a mistake so but um here we go let me screen share one more time you even get... you even put labels on the back of your tape huh uh, sometimes depends on the book if it's a good book yeah um here's the link it's actually uh the cgc board forums um so cgc obviously the biggest grader in the biz do you want to put they, it in chat brian so people can look yeah at? yeah i'll put it in chat um this is the guide and you can see here, he's got Sandman number one, one of the biggest modern books. Um, and he shows like this one right here is in uh, uh, the 700 M2s. This is the book ones that I have. I like to have a little white on my boards. I don't like them right on the edge. I think that you're better, you're better off having a little bit of space and it depends on how much space you want. You can go all the way to the super gold and go crazy. I don't like that. I like these right here for my moderns, which is the uh, 725 M2 mylars with the 700 fullbacks, and then for my silver age, um, I'll even I can even stick some silver age in those that, and they fit nice. If they don't, I'll go to the silver and gold ones, and then I I bought a few golden age because I don't have very many golden age books. Most of them, uh, I bought a few just to um, help Chuck out and put some of his really nice golden age books in some. But you can see how nice the Golden Age books and you know they look in them. So um, let me go ahead. and I'll stop sharing one more time and uh, put this up in chat.
1: I think and, uh, I think that's another big takeaway as a collector starting out to take away is that not there are different sizes bags and boards. So you know you you want to make sure you're you're watching what you're putting your your book in because moderns are smaller than gold and silver and. You know, there, there's there's different sized bags and boards for that reason. So pay attention to what you're putting them in. And there's also I know a lot of and people boards. like to put their
2: modern books and silver.
1: I do bags and boards. I hate that. I think it looks sloppy. Personally, I think it looks sloppy when there's so much room for them to just slide around and like potentially maybe on the off chance catch damage. I I, I don't know. I like that nice tight fit. Like I like. Like here, I don't know if... Let me present. Well, I let me present here real quick. Because I don't know if you'll be able to tell the difference here. Um, but like, Walking Dead... Uh, I, I just have it sitting right here. 193 just came out this week. And it's kind of an oversized issue. And they put it in a Golden Silver Age book. Or bag. So you see how it's kind of... There's that excess space. Versus like Uncanny X-Men 21 that's in... The correct bagging board. There's not all that excess space, so your yep. comic isn't like sliding around and stuff. Like, I don't want my books to be sliding around. I, I like them to be nice and and tight in the in the bagging board. That's that's just my personal preference.
0: Yeah, it's but see the crazy thing with these with these with the um the mylar books is that they they kind of keep the uh, the the bat the comic centered more and it actually kind of if you can see i this book has been in here for you know, a couple of years now and it's centered really nice it doesn't move around you know i can kind of i mean you can make it move around if you kind of hit it and stuff but mm-hmm. you know i'm just kind of shaking it around here and it doesn't really move around so the mylars kind of hold the book a little bit better and you'll even feel that when you're putting them in so that's that's another good thing about mylars i think books look good like this Yes.
2: Nice and graded. Yes, <laughs> not like I to get them graded anymore. But I think they look so nice, vacuum sealed and encapsulated. And that's a that,
0: difference. You know, and, and, and you know what? To be honest, that ta- that takes us right into the next topic. Like that. This is the talk of the of the comic world right now, um, especially that book with how one ninety three. You know, we, we talked about it last, uh, you know, la, uh, last week. I think we talked about it last week. Did we talk about it last week? We didn't talk about it last week. What? Um, with uh, Walking Dead 193. Oh, no,
1: that just came out this one. Oh, nobody knew about that book. That book was not on the radar until Monday morning.
0: Yeah. So the crazy thing is, like, in the, in the CBSI groups and stuff like that, when they found out about it, some people were like, ah, it's going to be overprinted. It's going to be tons of them. This is how crazy these perfect storms are with the books. The Walking Dead 193 was probably one of the biggest printed books of the month. And it's going, it was going for up to $50 for some sales right out the gate. And I think I saw a sale get for number one, 9.8, get close to three grand, right? Or, or did it go, is, did we have a sale over three? We might've already had a sale over three. But I know that, that all of a sudden Walking Dead is going
2: crazy. And Every, now that it's done, everybody, it's it's sparked a lot of collectors because I've seen in a lot of groups and in a lot of chats and a lot of you know forums where people are like, I need this one ninety three and then I need any other books that anybody's willing to sell. So now that it's done, people like have this it's it's sparked this weird interest back into Walking Dead. And now people are betting over backwards to try to get these books again, and it's books that, you know, a week ago, a lot of the issues were just sitting on on shelves. Which I mean, I think I think it's kind of cool, but I mean, yeah, there's this this turnaround, and a lot you know, a lot of people are saying just wait another two weeks and it'll level back out, which is true because you know the day that they this was released, they already called for a second printing.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, it's because a, it's because Kirkman Kirkman they did it on the sly. Like every comic book I, I went to probably four different shops now. They've all been sold out. Shot and he didn't let it drop. Nobody leaked, nobody at Skybound, nobody at Diamond. Nobody knew this is what was going to happen. So the stores ordered probably to fill their orders and maybe a few more. And that was it. And then Monday when they dropped when it dropped the news dropped that it was it was a final issue people went crazy and were trying to order it. I was talking to my buddy Alex from Samurai and he was like, man, they they had maybe 50,000 more copies to order from Diamond and they were there one minute, we went back to order more and they were gone.
2: So... I know I'm talking to Ken at Drawn to Comics here in Old Town Glendale. He said he saw it and he was lucky enough to be able to order some more. So he's going to get some more first prints in, but yeah, I mean... Every comic book store in America, it seems like, is sold out of this book, which I think is awesome. I'm glad he did that. More things like this in our world need to be more of a surprise. That's one thing that's kind of the internet is poo-pooed, is surprises. We're not surprised by anything anymore because everything gets out. And the fact that they went to, to great lengths to keep it quiet, to mock covers, to... Everything's the same. Even he was even building it up before, because there was an article I read when we met Kirkman and Adlard at San Diego Comic Con. They were already discussing this issue. Wow! So they all they've known this long. So it's it's you know I just think more things need to be like that.
0: I think it also got to a point where he wasn't enjoying it anymore. I think that I bet that his thought process on it was i'm gonna do it until i quit enjoying it and once i quit enjoy it then i'm gonna start the the final the final uh storyline
2: just i read an article where he just said he just realized that there was there was nothing else to tell yeah instead of dragging it out and making it into where people didn't care about it he was like i'll just you know ended on my own terms yeah he'll go on his own terms he didn't want to write enough material to to do another compendium, so he's like four is perfect. This issue will complete four, where comp- I'll have four complete compendiums for people to buy because he said those are the hottest books that are selling are those Walking Dead compendiums because you know you don't have to search for all these single issues; you could buy them in one big chunk. Yeah. So he said he said one ninety three with the seventy page issue, it, it filled it.
0: So was that is 70 pages like three issues, right? Yeah. That's a long comic, man.
2: It went pretty quick though. It was it was, you know, it's like every other Walking Dead. It was a pretty quick read. And knowing that it was the last issue, you took that time to soak it in and to like you, reall- you really took your time. You really soaked in each panel on each page and every word. Well, I mean, that's what I did and I went back and if I seemed like I missed something, I went back and I reread it. You know, a lot of times with comics, we just read them, we just read through them. And we don't, sometimes we don't take the time because, you know, we know we have four more comics to read. So we're trying to, you know, we're excited that it's new comic Wednesday and we're trying to catch up from last month. And, you know, or, you you know, you've got all these back issues you're trying to get to. And I think, you know, with Walking Dead, I just, I just took my time just knowing that it was, and you know what? I thought it was a great, well.
0: I was going to ask, yeah, what do you guys, what do you guys think?
2: I th- there's, there's unanswered questions. There's, you know, but I, I think that's kind of cool that he did that because he gave us closure and at the same time he didn't. I, you know, I, he played both sides of it. And I, I think that's actually kind of cool that he did that. He gave us about a 20 year time jump. And so things are a lot different. And I'm not going to go into too much because I know probably it's only come out Wednesday. It's only been out for a couple days, but there's a lot of stuff I'd like to know. But at the same time, I'm cool with not knowing too. I don't really need to know the backstory on a few things. It's just the way it is. And I'm kind of cool with that. Yeah. I liked, it. I liked how it went. I liked it. left everything, It left everything in a good, pretty good spot. What do you think, Matt?
1: Uh, I mean, I don't know. I liked it. Kyle Kyle called me when I was reading. He was like, so how, so how is it? And I was like, I'm going to let you judge for yourself. And he was like, he's like, ooh. He's like, the minute you're not hyping it up and you're like, I'm going to let you judge for yourself, it's not good. And it's not that it's not good. I would have taken it in a different direction, but I'm not writing it. As This is like... Th- to be honest with you, in my personal opinion, Walking Dead number one is, it's a, every once in a while you get that phenomenon, where you get, like, your Amazing Fantasy 15s, or, you know, your um, Detective Comics, or Action Comics number one. And I really think that the Walking Dead number one is that book of our time, of our generation. And this You're 100% is... 100% correct. And this is the first series, like, I've been, in my lifetime that I've been able to follow... Really, from number one to the end, and because I, I didn't get, I don't unfortunately don't get the pleasure of doing that with like Batman or Superman or you know you do with reruns, but not like the core volume. And I've read Walking Dead one to one ninety three. I have the compendium. I have compendium. Is Kyle showing off all of his stuff right there? I have compendium two and three or two one and two. And I'll have to get three and four. And I'll honestly probably put all my single issues in, in boxes and keep them nice and neat for if I ever decide to sell them. And I'll get the compendiums to read. But there's things I would want differently. Like the, There's a lot of relationships that he spent a lot of time building up that in the final issue, they're gone. And you don't know what happened to them. And like I don't I don't want to ruin like Kyle said, it's only been out for a week. Most people haven't been able to get their hands on it. I don't want to spoil the relationships I'm talking about, but Yeah, I mean it's it's the story of Rick Grimes. And that's pretty much what the final issue is. Is it's the final issue is the story of Rick Grimes told by someone else. To someone else. That's
2: that's where I'm gonna leave that. Um But the the issue wasn't directed as like it was sat down and issue one to issue right now meant to be the story of Rick Grimes. That's not what their intention was. No, but their intention is this badass cover right here. Yeah, that's such a beauty. That's such a beauty. But but, but it, it was cool how they did it though.
0: I mean, with
1: this is a comic of our time. Like this is a phenomenon. Like there's there's TV shows, there's spinoffs, there's the comics. You know, there's hardbound books. There's there's so much material out there, Walking Dead-wise, that just because the comic is ending, doesn't mean that we're not going to be able to play in this universe anymore. And and Kirkman kind of leaves it open. He kind of leaves it open, like Kyle said, with with some stuff where he could come back and play a little bit more if he wanted to. And and he's he said, "There's so much I could do in this universe, but I want to go out on my terms, and I don't want to I don't want to end the book because I'm forced to because sales are dipping." I want to go out on my terms. And and that's what he did. I just feel like he could have played a little bit more after the events of 192 with Rick Grimes dying. He could have. It, he's always said, you know, the, the book will continue on after Rick Grimes. The book will continue on after Rick Grimes.
2: You I think could, that was just part of, the, maybe, part
1: of the, the, the lie. But I would have liked to see a little bit more because... They were just getting the Commonwealth established. They were just about to they spent so much time dragging out the Commonwealth. Really the payoff wasn't wasn't there in a lot of ways. But I would have liked to actually see them going through the elections and and see what happens to these characters and how they get to this point. And he could easily took it to issue two hundred and stopped it right there. But you know, dropping it dropping it hot on one ninety three unexpectedly was was what he did. So, I like
2: that because even us, we're expecting whatever to happen at two hundred. Yeah, we've been talking about it for years now. Right, that at two hundred, this is it. Something big is going to happen, and Kirkman was like, <laughs> gave us every, everybody the middle finger. Well, that
1: was my theory. Well, after last issue when Rick Grimes got shot, I was like, you're probably going to see him on life support for the next X amount of issues, and then he's going to die. It's it, it, issue 200. When they read the election, it's going to cut to him and you're going to see like his little monitor and he's going to be dead. But I I mean, I'm glad they
2: didn't do that. I'm glad they didn't drag it out because Kirkman sometimes does that. He drags things out a little too much. And I'm kind of glad that he didn't because there's more times than not that we've done comic reviews and we've said, okay, that was a filler issue. Nothing much happened to that issue. So I, I'm glad he said, you know what? I'm gonna give this to you to everybody in a nice little package. I'm not gonna jack up the price. I'm gonna surprise everybody. <laughs> he said he even had a uh, part of his deal with Adlard was, if the book kind of gets stale, he's not gonna draw it anymore. He's not gonna draw it just to draw it. Yeah, that's yeah, that's all. Awesome. it with with purpose and love behind it, and so like so like he was cool with ending this because he knew you know it was going to go out on a high note and it, they're right. They did. I think that's awesome.
1: I mean, it was like, I don't want to be as cheesy as saying it, the equivalent of saying goodbye to a loved one, but it's like saying goodbye to a friend when you move away that you don't know if you're ever going to see again. Cause I've put so much time in this book. Like, you know, this book started in 2003. I was a senior in high school and now here I am 34 and the book just ends. So it's like, you know, it, it, 16 a, years of your life. Yeah, it's a huge time span. You've been following this and I'm a huge fan of the show and a, of the shows, I should say, especially with Fear Now, but
0: it's sad. I think but it's it's sad but it's good at the same time. I think that Walking Dead is one can be put up there. I mean, obviously it can be put up there, but you now the way that he ended it like this and basically it's been him and Adlard for 99% of the book. They didn't change the, the artist up. Um, it was kind of a bummer that Tony wasn't part of it anymore, but, you know, that was a long time ago. And they did, like, 15 years together. That's kind of like, you know, now you're putting them up there with Bendis and Bagley in Ultimate Spider-Man. You're putting them up there with um, uh, G- Neil Gaiman uh, and, and and with the Sandman run. Um, you're putting them up there with uh, Pre- uh, Garth Enos and, and Tim Dillon in the Preacher run. Like there's certain runs that are iconic to modern era comic books, and Walking Dead is at the top of the heap right now. Um, with the way they ended it, the way that they didn't let it get totally stale. I mean, there was a little little periods of time where you were just wait, kind of waiting for the next thing. But every year there was a good storyline going in this book. It seemed. So I I'm. I'm happy to say that he ended it this way and that now it's like finished and and it's just it's that good so I'll be interested to see what he does now I mean is he what's going on with Oblivion song I totally it's quit reading that so still it's still it's, going yeah. it's still
2: going I I I fell off of it it just it didn't hold my interest too much else to read
1: he's still got oblivion song and die 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 and he's still got comics out there but i mean the other kicker is is walking dead was one of the biggest hottest selling comic books for image comics right behind saga like saga and walking dead were trading off one and two so you know just to one day be like i'm gonna end it one of the biggest money-making comics for for not only skybound but image you know it's it's kind of crazy
0: and i mean it it saved image it literally i think it saved image i think image was probably getting to the point where uh, they needed something and he saved image i think if nothing else it's,
1: it's the book that showed image comics that you don't need to have a superhero to drive your story because it literally it's a little story about a group of people in a zombie apocalypse And they took a chance on it. They didn't when they put it out. They didn't know if it was going to sell. They they threw it out there. Then they took a chance, and it exploded, and became one of the
2: hottest books in the world. So yeah, that's why why number one will always be a decent price book because it's got a low print run.
0: Yeah. Well, I so I've been thinking, you know, lately with all this hype about what I'm going to do with the collection that I have, and um, we're going to put it up for a contest. Uh, I'm I'm gonna keep only number one and nineteen and I think I'm gonna get rid of the rest. Um and I think I, I think that's something that we can talk about, you know, to the people out there that there's 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 some really nice books in that run. Um and one in nineteen I think are probably one and two. I think the the governor might be three. What do you guys think for for the biggest books in that run?
1: Um, I mean you you one hundred, you gotta throw one hundred up there. I mean, it's not a, a high-selling book, but as far as, like, the significance of the story, 100 after 100 is right up there.
2: Yeah. Huge-selling book.
0: I mean, it doesn't – you you could buy it for recently. What, it what? was a
2: huge-selling book, though.
0: Yeah, 100, yeah. yeah. I think that – I think 100 was one of the books that kicked off the Speculator era, Um Uh, speculating the whole speculating and comics thing was just getting a groove going and riding a bit of a wave um when that uh 100 went crazy because of you know Negan um being cast in the tv show and everything and even 100 at the time was that was probably the last book I remember having this much of a where everybody called everybody and was like did you fucking read it yet? You know what I mean? Like at that time, everybody was reading walking dead that was reading comics, I think. And that book was the one where everybody just was like, this is crazy. And, uh, it, it just got, went, got crazier from there. So, um, yeah, 100's up there. Um, so basically first Negan first governor, First appearance, uh, or issue one, and then first mission I probably... Easy. What would you put as the next top five?
2: It's,
1: it's hard to say. What do you think, Kyle?
0: Maybe the first Jesus?
2: i put the death of Shane in there.
0: Death of Shane?
2: I would put... Um,
0: let's see. Maybe... How about the first appearance of Daryl? Yeah, okay. that's the best one. Yeah, that's <laughs> got probably three cards. Number, I, I, let's
1: put that at number five. That's a good if issue. Five if anyone has that, I need to I need to get my hands on that because <laughs> I, I can't seem to find that anywhere. Yeah. It's a tough one. So but I think one oh eight, the first um
0: the first Ezekiel yeah. Ezekiel. Well that that I like la- that's one of the few that I'll probably will keep. I, I have a nine point eight of that. I'll probably keep it because when Ezekiel showed up, dude, the tiger was my favorite character, man. That character that the, the, the tiger, the whole thing with the tiger was badass. Oh was, yeah. They ne- never never should have killed her.
2: Mm. So but anyways. I mean there's a lot of cool stuff that happens in the walk, it's really hard, but I think, yeah, I think those are all those are really good.
0: And Walking Dead's not going anywhere. The TV show and the movies and the whole thing, will it'll be around. It'll yeah, be, be, be interesting to see if a new comic starts. I think
2: that's, you're going to call it Dead Walk.
1: Yeah, that's, that's kind of what Kyle and I speculated is that it, it's, we're going to wait and see if there's a spinoff or a, a different take that comes out following different people. Like I joked to Kyle, I was like, watch, we're going to get a new comic and it's going to be following the
0: Fear the Walking Dead cast. That's another good um underdog in the chat uh, put up uh did any of the blind bag stuff end up being worth anything? Do you remember that blind bag stuff? Were weren't there were there sketches in there?
1: Yeah, there was yeah. sketches, virgins, black and whites. Some of that stuff is is pricey.
0: Shout out, I big know, shout
1: out to Josh. Uh Josh, I will contact you shortly. I do know that the um the uh under not under the J. Scott's C- Campbell Michonne was a, was a hot sketch cover, was a hot, hot book for a
0: while. Out of that pull bag stuff. got a bunch of those
2: pull bags. God damn. Did you keep any unopened? Yes. Yes, I did. Just in case. Yeah. Got a few in there that I did not open. It was hard, super hard not to. Yeah. Quite a few, though. I think I they opened a- them. Now,
0: like now that I think about it, they they did a lot of really good um, variants. I mean, there's some really good variants. Uh, uh, number 100 being probably the number one, right? The Ruby Red Issue 100 RRP variant um, with the Bat. It's just got oh, the yeah. Bat. And oh, the, yeah.
1: 100 has a ton of variants. I actually like the, the commemorative cover they did for 192. I don't know if anyone saw it at their local comic shop this week, but a kind of a immemorium to Rick Grimes.
2: So you know what's kind of interesting about that one? If you open up that one and look at the barcode, it doesn't show it as a second print. Really? It shows it as a print. Wow. That's
1: interesting. I didn't notice that. Yeah. I haven't even taken mine it? out of the no, I didn't even, even take it out of the bagging board. I haven't touched it.
2: He's looking at it. I was actually at the comic book store looking at it, and then me and Ken were talking about it. And he's like, "I think that's just another little, little, little sprinkle thing that Kirkman did. It's not truly a second print. It's a, I guess it's it's a first print with a different cover. But it's still yeah. If you look at the barcode, it says one 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 on it. So. Interesting, I, I you know, but I guess it's, I mean, it's weird though because it did come out a month later, so yeah,
0: it's probably just a mess up on their end just to try and make some extra money off of it.
2: I think it's so uh, you could technically still sell it as a first print because it doesn't say first print on the barcode and it doesn't say first print in like you know any verbiage in the when you first open it up,
0: yeah, just call it a variant.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna
1: throw it out there right now. I think when it all said and done Issue 130 is going to be a huge issue And I think the TV show Is going to have a lot to do with influencing That issue What was 130? First Whisperers
0: Oh yeah Yes that's another great issue First appearance of the Whisperers Yes, so. yes. That was genius Absolute genius writing Oh um, yeah I remember reading that issue just being like Holy shit the, first, the blind I mean, bag the, the sorry
1: to go back to the blind bag stuff that actually has some of my favorite favorite covers in it right, let's see if I can like let's see one of my all time I love the issue 150 Tony Moore remake cover like I love that cover I think any the of the reprints in number one are good issues what Kyle?
2: It wasn't in the blind bags. No,
1: no, I know. I'm just saying I like that cover because I just pulled my Walking Dead collection out and it was, like, the first thing I grabbed. Because I got that and protective stuff. Uh, let's see. I'm looking for some of my blind bag stuff. But um, I think, yeah, it's, it's going to be a long time just because the comic's ending. It's going to be a long time before we see, like, effectively the the span and just the amount of effect on on our culture that Walking Dead actually has when it's all said and done. So, uh, let's see. I think just just real
0: quick to to flip the script just because it's a good little cue and, you know, segue. um, The Sandman stuff, you know, we talked about walking dead kind of being up there sandman being up there with walking dead in the runs of the 90s books there's some news coming out that um with sandman again that we're we've been you know crossing our fingers for for years that it's going to get made into some type of film or tv property and uh the news is coming in hot and heavy that that we're we're hopefully going to get that
2: now
1: so So, well um, hold on just to kind of go back tim asked a question in the chat he said do you know how to tell what's in the blind bag without opening it? No, no. no.
2: <laughs> they were black sealed bags that you had to cut open. I just actually wrote that in the chat. Yeah. And then an Underdog asked, "Did any of the blind bag stuff end up being worth anything?" I don't yeah. think so. Nothing really panned out really big. There was well, small influxes, and then what they kind of just petered about out. With the, um, the the J. Scott
1: Campbell sketch cover ended up being like the most expensive book in there.
2: I don't think, I think it like, I think it heated up and then it like fizzled out very quick because everybody was posting them. Everything was, there was nothing that was super uncommon was what ended up happening. But it was still cool. Like the, um, I don't know, just the excitement. I remember when DC did it and
1: whoa, whoa, whoa hold on. Do you guys feel the ground shaking?
2: No.
1: No. Dude, my chair is like swaying back and forth.
2: Yeah, there was just an earthquake. Jose
1: just said it. Did he? That's crazy. Are you kidding me? No. Like, I just felt my chair shaking. I was like,
0: what the hell is that? You guys are joking. No way. No, I'm serious. Did anybody else in Arizona feel that earthquake? I think he's full of shit.
2: Jose just came in the chat and said it. I know. That's work pretty cool. That's
0: much. pretty cool. I didn't feel shit, man. I didn't feel shit either. Well, let's look that up live. Let me go to the earthquake epicenter.
2: This oh earthquake man, look earthquake at earthquake this! Center. We're
0: getting silent to you, this motherfucker. I'm gonna fucking. We're gonna. We're gonna live. Here we go. Earthquake epicenter on Twitter.
1: I can't find any of my. Uh... <laughs> I'm getting concerned now. I can't find any of my fucking pull bag covers.
2: <laughs> Mine are just in a box. so
1: <laughs> <That sounds laughs> Mine are everywhere, so... I try to keep all my Walking Dead stuff together.
2: I do, too, but I'm not going to go... It's I think it's buried under a bunch of other boxes. Oh, there they are. Aftershocks?
0: Oh, are, there, are there aftershocks going on? Are we getting aftershocks of that thing that happened in California a couple hours ago? Maybe. I just... All of a sudden, I was sitting here and I felt
1: my chair swaying back. I was like, "Ooh, am I getting dizzy? Am I like pass out or something?" And and then it just came on the news that there was.
0: Earthquake. Oh yeah, Look, it looks like there was an
2: earthquake. Maybe I know there was one in California. What yesterday? The day before.
0: Hold on, let's see here. What's going on, pops? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Look at the swagger on Brian. Oh, I, I know. Actually found in the
0: podcast.
1: Well, while he's doing but, that, so like this right here, was one of my favorite pull bag covers. So, like, this alpha cover. It's kind of... I guess kind of cool. cool. Um, This was another Virgin Variant pull bag to issue number one. I think that's a pretty dope cover. And then this was the J. Scott Campbell. I got the Virgin Variant, but this was the J. Scott Campbell one for the first appearance of Michonne for 19. So... There's cool books in the blind bag variant if you're a collector, but um, it's not like breaking the bank,
0: you know, type books if you're trying to resell. Is a 7.1. Oh, my God. Where in at? California. And it reached all we the way have... here? Yeah.
1: Dang.
2: Ooh, we're getting closer to having our own fucking bay.
1: Yeah. Well, there, there it is again. Hold on, it's it's can happening
2: it again, again right now.
0: Yeah, Chris, can you feel that? We're having earthquakes right now.
2: I don't feel yeah. shit. Nothing happens in fucking Glendale.
1: I don't feel it. That's crazy. You guys are fucking liars. Nah, dude, I'm not. I'm not lying at all, bro. I'm being 100 honest.
0: Jose felt it too. Jose shot a, a thing. I didn't feel it again. Uh, Ridge, Ridge, Ridge rest. Wow.
2: Ridge crest.
0: I don't know. Your dog, Anyways, Abby feels it. Abby feels it. She's, she's pissed, right? Yeah, she's <laughs> like, fuck this. Where is she? Maybe she does. I don't know. Take her outside. See if she... Yeah, maybe,
1: Mac, like, Mac, my dog just hauled ass inside and he's sitting underneath my legs now, like, he's not
0: moving. So, I don't know. Man, Man, I, guinea pig
2: is super quiet right now.
0: Oh, he ca- I think I felt it. I think I felt it. No, no, I think that was just, I think I got to take a shit though. <laughs> All right. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, it looks like there's a cluster of them in Southern California right now. Uh, 4.7. And Little Lake, California. Uh, 6.9 in Ridgecrest. Yeah. 5.0 in Sears Valley. Corbin says it's heavy in Las Vegas and Cali right now. Wow. Damn. That's freaking nuts. Everybody listening, be safe. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is crazy. That's nuts. But um
1: it's the aliens. Yeah, they thought Independence Day was today. They're coming to get Will Smith.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. But, um, so, anyway, so Sandman's coming. What have you guys heard about it? What do you guys think?
1: Is it still with
0: Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Is he still attached to it, or did he
1: bail I, I don't on it? know. I think he might have bailed on it.
0: I mean, I,
1: if it's still with Joseph Gordon-Levitt, I'm... I'm 100 down for that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I I'm a big fan of Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Ever since um, Brick, I don't know if you guys have... did you ever see that movie, Matt? Brick. I have not seen Brick. No. Uh, uh, Brick is one of the best movies I've ever seen. It's um, got to put it on that famous uh, McClay top ten list that is constantly growing over ten. Um, it's a like a an homage to old film noir movies. Um, from the 40s no man it's happening right now it's happening right now chris look hold on i gotta prove to my brother that these fucking earthquakes i just want to poise
1: out there for everyone i'm glad jose can message us about an earthquake but he can't show up to do the show
2: <laughs> just so just funny. throw that
1: out there call us sour grapes <laughs> but
2: whatever I Thought the same thing i was like motherfuckers messing <laughs> us knowing we're recording
0: yeah yeah yeah, there was a seven point one. That's crazy. That seals the deal. You you That's nuts. He
1: can't show up for the show, but he can sit here and message us about damn earthquake. What a yeah.
0: fucking dip. Yeah. But um, so, anyways, we got a Sandman story coming. Um, keep your eyes on the big Sandman books. Uh, they're starting to blow up. Sandman number one was falling. Is there, that there any was uh, a
1: really- speculation on what if it's going to cover the original story or what? Oh, yeah, they got to cover the original story. There's so
0: many, there's so much good stories in that run.
1: So that means Um, if you got a first appearance at Death, those are probably going to skyrocket
0: here soon. Yeah, I think the first 10, yeah, the first 10 in that series are probably all great books to have right now. Doesn't he
1: have a, um, he has a cameo, doesn't he, before his first appearance? No, he doesn't. Or is that Death that has a cameo before her first appearance? Um, mm,
0: I don't know if Death has a cameo. That's the only would be the one to ask she about that because he's the one. Of yeah, the yeah camp
2: in uh Incredible Hulk uh, wedding issue.
0: Yeah, that's right. She was in the Incredible Hulk wedding issue, um, which was a Marvel book, uh, a Vertigo character in a Marvel book, which was kind of crazy. Right? Yeah. Um, that was kind of cool. And then <laughs> they, they put her in the DC universe. Uh, what was that Action Comics issue where she was in? That was a cool book, um, but Sandman number one was a book that the majority of people out there collecting comics could have bought for, you know, really, really it's probably the cheapest it's been since the day it came out in the past couple of years, like year, you know, it really fell off after it got hot when Joseph Gordon-Levitt kind of came out and said something and um, I remember I bought a couple copies for like 20 bucks, so
2: I was... I bought a few, like, I bought a few. I bought bought everyone I could for a good price.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that's a good book to to be on the lookout for. And uh, let's cross our fingers that it finally happens this time because I think Sandman is the... It's probably the uh, top five comic properties that need to be made that haven't been made yet. Um, And that has just been caught up in development hell. Um, I think it's probably... Up there with saga. A lot of people are saga people. Um, so I think that's a thing. That's that's one of the books that people put up there uh that need to be made. Um, but sandman
2: shit. Yeah. Sandman's gonna be
0: sandman can be if they do it right, it could be a game changer. Oh, if they do it right, it's gonna be fucking epic. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, it was then, uh uh sorry not to interrupt 7.1 magnitude that uh, happened 11 miles from Ridgecrest, California,
0: and we we're, were felt here, so that's pretty. Oh, yeah. I'm getting videos from um, some buddies in uh, one of the chats in California, and their pool is just looks like cannonballs are in it and stuff. So, well,
1: underdog, underdog280 says he's reading that it, uh, it's coming to Netflix. The, the earthquake is coming to
0: Netflix. No, Sandman's yeah. coming to Netflix. Good, good. Um. I think that Netflix is Netflix and Amazon Prime are really good places to take those properties that nobody else could seem to
1: I think get off. When it going. comes to Sandman, we're going to find out a lot more in the next two weeks, especially in two weeks so during San Diego Comic-Con. We're going to find out a lot more
0: about I think Sandman. I'm, and- I think the reason Sandman got picked up through Netflix is 100% due to... Oh, a What's that? say? Uh, Umbrella Academy. Umbrella Academy being so good is the reason that we're hearing about Netf- uh, Sandman and Netflix right now.
2: I figured part of it was that was part of the reason why they grabbed Lucifer and put l- the last season of Lucifer on Netflix because yeah. it, Lucifer is one of the biggest shows on Netflix right now. The it's one of the, probably up until Stranger Things Lucifer was probably the biggest watched show on Netflix yet.
0: Yeah.
2: It was and I think well, I, I, it might be kind of smart that they did that because they've now they've introduced people who probably normally wouldn't have tried to watch it. They've already introduced them, maybe not to the same Lucifer Morningstar, but to Lucifer Morningstar. So that you know, was a it, great. That it, was a great it, show. It's awesome. Yeah, that's that's uh, actually my next binge is Lucifer because I haven't. I've, I've gone back to watch the, because I watched it right when it came out on Fox and everything, but I've backed up to watch it, and now I'm finally to the la- I can watch the last season now. Awesome okay. show. Yeah. But I think, I think it's, it's brilliant of them if that, if they did it that way. Yeah. Because they've already, you know, they've already put this, they've already planted this seed. Yeah. When they, when they see this new show pop up, I'm a lot of, I bet you a lot of people watch it. All right. So we're an hour in. What do you say we
0: give away this? Uh, this- Let's do it. You really right. want to, you just can't wait till the end of the show, huh? We're going to do wait? It. Who cares. All right. Let's do it. Let's uh let's give these people what they want. That's what, uh, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and share my screen.
1: All right, so right now, um everyone should be aware, I know that Kyle's mom's said it a couple of times in the Facebook chat tonight. Uh for the last couple of weeks we've been get, ox- or doing a giveaway uh, for a awesome Neil Adams um, Green Lantern, Green Arrow cover, the legendary heroine issue cover. It is a giant po- print. Um, it is signed by Neil Adams right here. It was signed by him in person in front of us at Phoenix... Um, Comic. I'm going to call it Comic-Con. Phoenix Fan Fest or Fan Fusion or whatever it's called now. Comic-Con. Um, yeah, Comic-Con. Um, they look really, really nice framed. Um, so... You guys have... <laughs> Bill says in the Facebook chat, you might not be around till the end of the Earth. <laughs> Hashtag earthquake. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I feel it shaking. No, I don't.
1: Yeah. So, here we go. Um, so, yeah, we've been giving that away, so we're going to do the drawing for the, the winner right now. So, every time you guys have been in the chat, made a comment, um, t- done the special clothes. special things we've asked, you guys have been thrown in for an entrance to win this, so... It's pretty much open to anyone, so good luck, and uh, I'm going to give Brian the host, and we'll find out who the the winner is. All right,
0: so uh, we got all the names in a randomizer, and uh, we're going to roll the dice to see how many times we hit the random button, and the n- name in the number one spot um, on the last roll is going to get the print, so uh, here we go. We are going to roll the dice. Oh, wonderful. You got to love that. Here we go, 12 times. So here are all the names here. Here we go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Drum roll! Here's lucky number twelve. Thirteen. No. Cobra Comics. Oh, Cobra Comics. There we go. So Cobra Comics, contact us. Uh, how do you want to have them contact us, Matt?
1: Cobra Comics, go ahead and send your um, shipping info to absolutegeekpodcast at gmail.com. I'll also shoot you a message on um, YouTube. And how long do we give them to reply before we pick a different winner?
0: um let's give them uh Seven minutes.
1: yeah no let's give them uh till next week till next Friday All right. so you have yeah, till next Friday if you're listening to this on the playback um, cause I noticed they didn't pop in the chat tonight well July 4th it's unexpected but um no contact yeah I'll reach out to you or you could send us a email with your shipping info and we will get that sent out to you congratulations and thanks everyone who participated
2: he said he was local we could probably just meet up with him and or
1: meet tour. up with them. yeah yeah
0: so very cool all right so <laughs> your, kyle your mom said she was robbed <laughs> yeah, I heard. she probably like was number one on everyone but 12
1: no so, i thought for sure it was going to be tim with how many entries he had in there
0: yeah but all right so awesome. yeah finally, awesome. finally awesome. give that thing away so thank you everybody and uh Make sure you guys check out the interview if you haven't checked it out yet. It's on the Absolute Geek YouTube page. Um, really cool interview. We got to do short interview with Neil Adams. Uh, it was very cool. And if you guys haven't seen it yet, please go check it out. It's um, It was very cool to hear s- his story about uh, Marvel and Stan Lee and the uh, Spider-Man drug issue and you know well, how they kind of stole well, the idea.
1: We'll do this. So, if anybody wants to... I can see all the chats anybody wants to throw a one in the chat if you want to do another quick have Brian roll the dice again to to potentially win a Harley Quinn Batwoman print there we go or let me stop presenting Brian's presenting to everyone let me fix yeah. this Hold on. Um, here I'll give it to myself Alright, so everyone throw one in the chat. If you want a chance to re-roll right now to win a Batman Harley Quinn or a Harley Quinn Batwoman print or a Batman Joker Harley Quinn print or in a a true spirit to homecoming a Spider-Man print. (laughs) He's still posting stuff. Does he know look, we're recording? Look at all these ones going up there. So I think,
2: of course mine counts, Tim.
1: <laughs> Kyle's does not uh, count.
2: So I think anybody that's that's already on the list, um, like Underdog, add him to the list right now. And we'll just re-randomize it.
0: Yeah. So let's see here.
1: And the Harley Quinn Batwoman is signed by the artist who did the print in the lower corner?
0: We'll do that at the end of the show. We'll go ahead and give those away at the end of the show. Alright. So All right, end of the show. Let's do it. Let's, uh, let's give everybody a... Ch- the reason why I kind of wanted to do that right then is because I wanted to give everybody a heads up because I I really want to talk about it and um, I haven't seen it yet. So, uh, I guess spoiler warnings about Spider-Man Far From Home. How long has it been out now? Uh, four days four days yeah yeah. (laughs) so I I say we talk about it um and spoil the shit out of it spoil the shit out of it so let's go ahead and give everybody uh a heads up if you don't want to hear about spider-man far from home we're gonna start talking about it uh you know maybe uh take a a smoke break or something I think I'm the only one here that's seen it yes you have that's why you're gonna talk about it let me get these
1: (coughs)
2: Tim asked if we were recording.
1: No, we're not, we're not recording, Tim. Yeah. So. I wanted someone to ask Jose real quick in the chat if he's had another stroke, because he seemed to have lost his damn mind if he doesn't think that it's Friday night and he's sitting here messaging us when he just decided to not show up when we sent the invites to start the show. <laughs> oh, also, if we have any Power Rangers fans, I'll give this away, too.
2: Damn, Matt's giving away the house. Yeah. Type the number. Type the number two. I'm just playing. Don't do that.
0: So. Yeah, you guys are gonna have to give me all the names, man. Jesus.
2: We got we got Prince name oh, because he's not in here.
1: Um, so Spider-Man: Far From Home. Um, I. I enjoyed it. It's definitely worth seeing. Um, I'm trying not to spoil too much of it. The the two end there's two end credit scenes the two end credit scenes are, are game changer, um, game changers for the Marvel Cinematic Universe and it kind of gives you a um, a big hint in the direction they're moving towards. But um, dude, Jake Gyllenhaal to me steals this movie. Mysterio is fantastic. I I love the way they portray Mysterio in this movie. Um if this movie does not win an Academy Award for Best Special Effects, it got robbed because the way they do Mysterio's effects in this movie are fantastic. So I gave it I gave it an 8.5 just because there's some stuff that I think they could have done better. Like what? But well just like I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna ruin it. But a lot of the stuff I'm gonna just tell you right now, a lot of the stuff you see in the trailers is not in the movie.
2: That's cool. I like when they do that. That's awesome.
1: So, like, the whole... We'll talk about the trip. So, like, the whole, like, seeing Peter Parker um, swinging around, him going and getting his passport, him going to get a toothpaste, like, none of that is in the movie. So, it kind of just cuts to him, like, getting ready to go to... his That conversation with the cops, where he's, like, you're the next, uh, so you're the next Iron Man. He's like, I'm too busy doing your job. That's not in the movie at all. So it, it's kind of a, it, it's a fitting ending to to the what do they call it? The Infinity War, or Infinity storyline, saga, saga storyline. It's a good ending to that, um, and it it does it sees, you see Peter just wanting to be a normal kid after the events of Infinity War and Endgame. He just wants to go on vacation and spend time with his friends. He wants to try to get closer to MJ, you know, and, and he kind of gets wrapped up in Nick Fury, just kind of like starts twisting everything to, to get Spider-Man to kind of help Mysterio fight the, um, elementals. But, um, there's a lot of, we had a lot of theories on this show about that, that I'll tell you. Um, we're almost dead on. If you don't remember him, you'll have to go back and uh, look at uh, check it out. <laughs> Tim wants to know what the first issue of Night Monkey is. Yes, 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 yes. That's what they call Spider Man in the movie when he's wearing the stealth suit is Night Monkey. Spoiler! Somebody
2: did a sketch where they did where they wrote Night Monkey on it.
1: Yeah, spoiler. It's, I mean that's. That's the most I can give away without doing spoilers. Like I said, it was a fitting ending. You you kind of see Peter struggling with that. Is he gonna be the next Tony Stark, the next Iron Man? Responsibilities and I I definitely say you gotta go see it for yourself. It's it's an enjoyable movie, if nothing else for Mysterio, because goddamn he was fantastic. <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal knocked it out of the park with
2: him, man. I was kind of sketchy about him playing it, like I didn't think he was going to be able to pull it off. Oh, dude, he crushed it. He crushed but it. But I still think, like, I saw the one meme, because I still picture him as Bubble Boy.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I think Jake Gyllenhaal is a great actor, man. Oh, he's a fantastic actor, yeah.
2: But. I just thought he was going to be a hard time... Um, I thought he was just going to have a hard time pulling it off.
0: Well, one of the things that we kind of segue into this um, is, you know, the, the news that's kind of coming out, the rumors that Mar- Marvel's going to get Hugh Jackman to play Doctor Doom. You know, we were talking about how we love, um, you know, the Mysterio role and Jake Gyllenhaal and it was a good casting. Um, what do you guys think about having Wolverine play Doctor Doom?
1: It, I think it's a, good, it's a good choice if Jackman wants to come back. I mean it kind of sounded like after Wolverine he really had no interest in doing the superhero movie anymore. So, I mean and if the popularity of Deadpool and all that, if Ryan Reynolds couldn't get him to come back, I don't I don't see him coming back to play Doctor Doom. I don't like it. I don't want him to play Doctor Doom. I think I think it's got to go it it depends. Part of me is like it's got to go hand in hand with whoever they cast as as um Mr. Fantastic Reed Richards. Like, cause they're, they're all cohesive. Like they're, they're kind of go together, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I think it's whoever they cast in that role. Like even Keanu wouldn't be bad in that role, but. Oh, that's the big thing. Are you thing. talking
2: about that cat?
1: No, I'm talking about Keanu Reeves. Oh. Yeah.
0: I don't, I don't think either of those guys would be good for Dr. Doom. Who would you cast as Dr. Doom? I don't know. That's my problem. Jose, because he won't show up? I don't know who I'd
1: cast. i cast Jose as Blank Man.
0: Blank Man. (laughs) The Blank Um, Man remake. It'll be interesting. I just hope that's a rumor and not something that's true. I don't like it. But there's been other castings in the past that I didn't like that turned out really well. so. I don't think, I don't, we're gonna I don't think I'd be
2: a good cast person. I don't think I'd be a good person to pick people.
0: No, I don't think I we're would. gonna know what
1: direction Marvel moves in. Because there's been that speculation about you're gonna have the cosmic storylines and then you're gonna have the Earth storylines, and you're gonna have different villains across those movies. So like you're gonna have the rumors been Norman Osborne's gonna be the main villain and the overarching grounded story. And you're going to have someone else be the cosmic bad guy. I don't think we're going to... We're not going to know a lot more about where they're moving until San Diego Comic-Con. Now, there's been these leaks. Like, you sent one earlier this week, Brian. There's been these leaks of... This is Marvel's Phase 4 lineup. This is Marvel's Phase 4 lineup. But take those with a grain of salt because they're they're saying we're not getting X-Men or Fantastic Four for a long time. There's, there's not even production. If they had... Any pro- like half the movies you're expecting on there, uh, you've already heard of them starting to do production on, like uh, Black Panther two, the next Captain Marvel, Guardians three, like you're hearing them set up these movies already, and it, I, they're telling you you're not getting Fantastic Four or X Men for years. Then I I'd take with what you see with a grain of salt. They could be lying to us but a lot of those leaks that are coming out like the way the way Spider-Man Far From Home ends I don't see the next Spider-Man movie being called Spider-Man Academy. I could see I could see the next animated Sony Spider-Man movie being called Dimensions, but I don't I don't see the next Spider-Man Tom Holland movie being called Spider-Man Academy.
0: Why you don't think he could be at Academy
1: at at college? The way dude, we'll talk about it. If you want to know, we'll talk about it off air, but yeah, the I way do. they end Spider-Man Far From Home in, in the definitive end of the movie is actually an Blow. after credits is after is an after credit scene. So the definitive end of the movie, you have, it's a mid credit scene. That's all I'm going to tell everyone who hasn't seen it yet. So stay till the mid credits. Cause that's the definitive end Blow. of the movie. Blow the scene. Huh? Blow the scene. No, you've, you've seen it, Kyle
2: the scene. I'm not going to blow
1: it. I'm not going to ruin it for people. We'll ruin it next week. <laughs> we, well, then, yeah. There's a statue of limitations there, but I, I mean, am I am I wrong, Kyle? Because the way they the way they end that movie, the next movie is not going to be like this. It's not going to be yeah. follow the same
2: formula. Mm-mm. It's going to be different.
0: Yeah, it's going to be interesting.
2: I, I like that they're they're kind of making giving it a good twist. I mean, they are doing it differently.
1: I'll I'll put it to you this way, Brian. And and it might... I apologize if it ruins people in the chat or listening to this who are knowledgeable on the comic scene. An event happens at the end of this movie that actually happened during Civil War that leads to... The ramifications Mm -hmm. lead to One More Day. Oh, shit. Wow. That's all I'm going to say.
2: That's... That's a, uh, that's a, yeah yeah you nailed it. That sucks. <laughs> terrible storyline.
1: Well, no, they're not gonna. The next movie won't be one more day. I'm just saying,
0: to to I give you an it. event of what happens. I still think it's a terrible storyline. Why would you have them do that? That early. I don't. You know. I I can't I can't say that. It's funny because. I complain a lot about these movies before they come out, but Kevin Feige has done a really good job. So you can't really say that he's, you know, we, we got to be a little bit more positive, I guess, or I do. <laughs> Kevin Feige really has done a really good job where he's taken all these movies. I don't think there's been a Marvel movie in the last, what, 10 years. That's been terrible.
2: Mm-hmm. So no, they've they figured it out. And I, I, I got confidence that they're going to continue the path of, of good Marvel movies.
1: I, I have kind of a theory on how they're going to try and spin it and play it off, but w- we'll have to see
2: going forward. It'll be a good discussion for next week, so I'm going to try to see it tomorrow, or I'm going to see it Sunday.
0: Yeah.
1: I, I definitely, my personal opinion is see it in the theater, see it in IMAX if, if you're going to see it, because the Mysterio, the way they do the special effects for Mysterio, you've got to see it on the big screen.
2: It just sucks seeing... For me, it sucks seeing movies on IMAX in 3D because I have glasses. Yeah, I know. Putting 3D glasses... I wouldn't do going.
1: it in 3D, but I would definitely do IMAX, the bigger screen.
2: Yeah. Or
1: if you have a Harkins, a Cinna one or whatever. I've, I've seen the movie twice already,
0: and it's been out a few days. Cool. So... Yeah, maybe I'll go check it out. It sounds like uh, everybody really likes it, so... Yeah, I'll go check it out. Yeah,
2: everybody's had really good things to say, but I haven't had anybody really. There's always that one person that shits on it, and I really haven't seen that one person that shits on it.
1: Like they call the um, the event where everyone got white the Thanos snap. They call it the blip, and they <laughs> they definitely address like like the whole thing is like th- even though they were already done midterms because of the blip, they reset the school year. So even the people that were like five years older had to go back and redo that year. So they have one kid who's like extremely old; he's like <laughs> twenty-one <laughs> with them. So like they they definitely touch on the blip and what happened to people who were snapped away versus who weren't. So it's it's definitely a, a good a good movie. Yeah, gave it an eight point five. Eight point five. Like I said, there's and- things. There's things, that,
2: really
1: there's things that I would have liked to see more of in that movie, but
2: whatever.
1: like what? I mean, I want to see more Spider-Man action. Like the the last the fight scene was was nice and long, and he had a lot of good Spider-Man moments in there. But between then, like there wasn't a lot of Spider-Man esque action. So a little bit more
2: action. Um, I bet you the next Spider-Man movie will maybe. Because I think it's going to be so, like you know, like like Homecoming with him kind of coming into having the new suit and kind of coming into being Spider Man, and he did, you know, Civil War and all that. I haven't seen Homecoming, but Homecoming's like him, like you haven't. You mean Far from Home? Far from Home. I, say, um, I hope
1: you've seen Homecoming. I've seen Homecoming.
2: <laughs> I think with Far from Home, I think there's a, a, a struggle there with him wanting to be. That's what I got from the the previews, and what I think it is. He kind of wants to. He's kind of forced back into being Spider-Man, right?
1: Yeah. Well, Well, because he's not forced into it. He's he's still being Spider-Man after it, but like his whole thing is he just want after everything that happened. He wants to go on vacation. He doesn't want to do Spider-Man stuff. He just wants to be a normal kid and spend time with his friends. And
2: so, so, I think the next one is and he kind of has come into his own where he's he's Spider-Man. It's it's his thing now, right? Yeah. I mean like it's always been his thing but like I think it's sealed, right? Yeah. So maybe the next one will be more at, more of a more long action pack Spider-Man.
1: I mean there's always been that talk that people compare like okay, the Marvel Cinematic Universe is definitely following a lot of the um um ultimate comics storylines and they they kind of take from both storylines and and everything like that but i think it's it, it kind of shows with peter's age and kind of the way they're progressing things that 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 storyline is following the ultimate comics version of the character pretty well so i think i think like part of me thinks that you're going to get oh, maybe one or two more Tom Holland Spider-Man movies, and then they're going to move on to Miles.
2: You think so? Huh?
1: Mm-hmm. Just by the way things played out and the way Miles is introduced, I think you get one to two more Tom Holland Spider-Man movies, and then they're going to move on to Miles.
2: That'd be kind of a bummer, actually. I just wish they'd quit killing villains. Yeah, that's,
1: yep, mm-hmm.
2: Let somebody come back.
0: Yeah, they shouldn't kill villains.
2: Let you know, and I and I get it. Oh, we're fucking really in studio But some of these fucking uh, villains are awesome, and they des- it, it deserves to be extended.
1: Well, Spider-Man's Rogue Gallery is his entire villain. Like his his Rogues Gallery, his villains are a pivotal part of him because most of them come back to form the Sinister Six and. There's other like, you know, there's other reasons for those villains to be there and not kill them off. And you know, just like they didn't kill off the vulture, they put him in jail, you know. There's they don't need to kill off villains. Not saying that they kill off Mysterio, but I'm just saying to bring up your point, they don't need to kill off villains, especially Spider-Man villains.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it just wouldn't be a bad thing if if part of, you know, even if he has to deal with a few You know, it's not a bad thing if they come back, like they break out of jail and he gets somebody gets somebody and they team up. to Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not a bad thing if I don't think if they come back.
0: So did you guys see the um, thing that Jake Gyllenhaal and Tom Holland did with uh, the chick that plays Mary Jane, where they went to the hospital and they dressed up as their characters and they walked around and they talked to the kids? That was awesome. That was one of the coolest things I've ever seen, man.
2: Cheers to them.
0: Yeah. Tom
2: Holland really did a good job. That's the stuff they should be doing.
0: Hell yes. Tim Tim Disney
1: says that. in the chat, I think they can do both Sony can have Miles exclusively and they can share Peter with Disney. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they can they do they that too. To
2: share Peter with Disney. They can
1: do that too, but I, I don't know. I think with the popularity of the character, there's gonna come a time where they are they press to get Miles. Especially look like You just have they just cast a a black actress to play Ariel in the Little Mermaid. So you have a lot of diversity and and changing of of race for characters going on now. And like, who's to say Disney doesn't get on board with that? And they're like, all right, let's let's go with a huge character and let's bring Miles into this to this universe. We already know he's there. We knew from from Homecoming he's established.
2: I think he's going to be a cartoon. I think they're going to do another Miles cartoon. I think he's going to be an animated. Ooh, movie. there's
1: a good Miles and Peter teaming up in the big screen against the sinister sticks would be awesome. Yes, it would. Yes, it Dude, would. Dude,
2: I finally watched Teen Titans Go. Even like a,
1: the, even like a Spider Man movie fuck. would be awesome. What were you going to say, Kyle? Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off.
2: Teen Titans go to the movies. I finally yeah. watched. Oh my god, that movie's fucking fantastic. Have you seen it?
1: Uh, I have not. The know.
0: most recent one, yeah, no,
2: so funny. So Stanley makes a cameo. They called they called Deathstroke Deadpool the entire movie. I'm not Deadpool. You look like Deadpool. You're <laughs> Deadpool. It's fucking everything about it is awesome. Stan
1: Stanley makes a cameo, right?
2: A couple of them. He jumps in twice.
0: That's awesome. I like that they can have fun like that.
2: It was hilarious. Like I know I took too long to see it, but it was dude, if you guys not it's on HBO now, man. It's I recorded it, man. I've already watched it a couple times. Everything about it is fucking odd. It's hilarious. It's just I don't know, it's just funny. They it just they make fun of everybody in that movie. Every like there's a thing where they go back in time to ruin everybody's storyline, so that they have to make a movie about them. And like the way they fuck, they they get rid of Aquaman is they throw a six pack, uh, the the six pack rings that hold the cans in the six pack. <laughs> they throw that in the water and it traps Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just, it's so fu- It's just I don't know. It was it's a fucking it's really funny. If you haven't watched it, watch it. But like they they stave Krypton so that they don't shoot Spider Man. They're like, what kind of parent shoots their kid into space? And then they like they they it, it, I don't know they they so like Batman and his parents are like, why would you go into Crime Alley? That doesn't even make sense. Why don't you go to Happy Way? And they take him down a different road. It's all happy and there's rainbows and shit. <coughs> Happy way. It, it's fucking funny, man. And they're just like <coughs> they realize that they fucked everything up, and they have to go back and just and put it back the way it was. Um, I think
0: that that show is one of the best shows that has been put out for comics. I think that it's fun for kids and adults, and that makes it even better. So, um, I definitely am gonna go check it out.
2: But and what, what they, what's really cool what they did was. And they just didn't stick with DC like, you know, like there's a scene where they're like, let's go steal all the food from Spider-Man's movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they 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 kind of – but what's cool, what I thought was really cool about it is uh, they introduced you like – so if kids were only into Teen Titans because it was on Nickelodeon and it was something they watched they went to the big screen to watch it, it introduced them to so many DC characters. So I think it's kind of cool that they did it in a way that like you know like they, they told who everybody's villains are and they you know and they introduce a lot of different characters and I thought that was really cool that they it was like a no holds barred thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it makes it fun. And it's yeah. gonna, it'll make it really fun for kids because kids will rewatch it to remember all those characters. <laughs> yes. Um one of the things about kids and comics. Um, I know when I was a kid, uh, one of the first comic book things I ever read was a Mad Magazine. And um, I remember being a kid and my best, one of my best friends, who's uh, one of my my roommates right now, when we were kids we were on the same basketball team and our dads were the coaches. And I remember we went to like a a Circle K or something to get Gatorade before a, a tournament or something. And there was a Mad Magazine and our our coach was telling us how, yeah, when he was growing up, his dad had every Mad Magazine from number one to current. And his, because his dad was the very first Mad Magazine fan club president. He started the Mad Magazine. Wow. Fan club. Yeah. Um, his name was Lou Belanzia. And he started the, it was one of the very first people to get into Mad Magazine. And, and I remember hearing about that as a kid and just thinking how cool it was. And, uh, recently I was kind of just, it, that popped into my head again before this news, and I was looking at you know, see what the prices are on first copies of Mad Magazine because that would be a cool book to own. You know, a nice graded copy, a, you know like a five or a four or something like that. Um, so um, it's kind of a bummer that uh, you know the news for Mad
2: Magazine is is ending. DC canceled it. Yep. So yeah, because I mean, like I loved Mad Magazine growing up. I thought it was awesome.
1: Wow, I just learned something. I didn't know DC owned Mad Magazine.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Look at you. Yeah, they restarted it recently. Um, and there's a new number one and everything. a matter of fact, I think there's a, a rare air version of the new number one that they released. And a lot of people have been selling that you know with the news because the the real number one, you know, from the, whenever it was, the 40s or the 50s or something, um, it's so expensive. But... DC was, was putting it out at the time. I think it was EC that owned Mad Magazine to begin with. Um, does that sound right? EC Comics? I think so. Um, I, I, I should know that one. That's such a big book in the in the comic world that that's something I should know. But um, I remember one of the things that I really enjoyed as a kid after reading, you know, the whole thing is finding all of... I don't know how to say his last name, so I might butcher it, but Sergio Aragonis his little drawings like in the, the the corners of the pages, like of the cleanup crew and, you know, people falling and doing all these crazy things. You could go back and find all those and it was just cool little Easter eggs. And of course, everybody's favorite thing was the back folding cover. Yep. Fold it together to make the other picture. I own uh, three copies of Mad Magazine um, that... I've, I have up on my wall in my display, and one of them is an uh, a old-school Uncle Sam cover with um, Alfred E. Newman as Uncle Sam. That's a really good cover. Um, and then there's one where it's just a finger that's flipping the bird, and uh, that's all it is for the cover, and that was like in the 60s. And then my favorite one is, um, I forget the front cover. It might be that Uncle Sam cover. Um, I have three copies of that. And as you turn it around, uh, it's got the... Frank Frazetta uh, drew Ringo Starr when the Beatles first came out and did a, a back folding cover, you know, when Ringo Starr is on the back. So that's a really famous, you know, Frazetta drawing. So there's some really famous things that happened in Mad Magazine over the years. There's some really great covers. I um,
2: got the Walking Dead one up on my wall.
0: Yeah, the Walking Dead one. There's, that's a recent one. There's a really good recent one where they have uh, President Obama – as the baby and the Nirvana cover, you know, in the pool. Um, I collect all those Nirvana homage covers. So I, I collect I buy those. Um, there's a couple of really good Mario ones when Nintendo first came out. Where they make fun of uh, Mario and Luigi and Underdog says Spy versus Spy was my favorite. Oh Spy
2: versus Here's Spy.
0: Yes. Oh man, that was so good. Yeah, man, that was um
2: that was fun stuff. So I remember I was so excited when my my parents were willing to write that check to mail to uh, Mad Magazine so that I could have a, you know, a subscription to it. And they would, you know, there's nothing cooler than the Mad Magazine coming in the mail. Yeah. With the name on it. Yep. Like, yeah. I mean, it was like, I don't know, for a little kid, I think it was almost like a sense of accomplishment. Yeah. That you read the Mad Magazine. Yeah. But.
0: Yeah, that's uh, that's kind of a bummer. Um, but I think uh, I think we end the show. Uh, with our second uh randomizer of the show. You ready to do this, Matt? Let's do it. Did you add all the new people? I did. I added all the new people. Um, let me get my stuff ready, and I'll start to share my screen. Basically, what I've done is here we go. I put everybody that put the ones in the chat in the randomizer with the old people. And uh, the, well, with, with the elderly. No, no, I mean the people from the other <laughs> week. I, uh, I, I don't want to piss off anybody that is a fan of mine. So I'm, only my fans are my parents. So um, here we go rolling dice. And we've got a 10. Why yeah. These high numbers, man. Love it, love it, love it, love it. All right, so here we go. So here's all the names. There's yeah. random. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Nine and here we go. So Jay Johnson, Tim, and Spencer, did you do three of them right? Right, uh, Matt. Um, I mean, we can do
1: three of them, or they can whoever wins can pick either one. I think three's
2: cool.
0: Three yeah, three, yeah, I think uh, uh, let's have let's have uh Jay Johnson.
1: Well, a, you gotta you gotta you know, well then we have to somehow distinguish which one that it's for.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll give Jay first pick. Okay. Out of the three, and then Tim will get second pick, and Spencer will get the, the one remaining. So, uh, I guess uh, we need to contact Jay first, and then once Jay makes his pick, we'll uh, we'll contact Tim, and then we'll uh, contact Spencer. So.
1: Jay's not in the chat. I'm disappointed yeah. in him. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Probably out saving people.
0: Yeah. Well, congratulations, guys. There we go.
1: Uh, yes, congratulations to all the big winners tonight, and
0: yeah. yeah, glad
1: we could give some stuff away. We'll have to do some more of this stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, we uh, we definitely got a lot of stuff. Yeah, we got a lot of stuff we can give away. So maybe we can um, we'll set up some ideas and uh, and maybe come up with some you know subscriber things like if we read a certain, reach a certain subscriber number or you know something like that we can do.
2: We reach, we'll figure it out. But I'll I'll give out a graded book if we can get when we get to 100 subscribers, 200 subscribers. What? 200. So All right, so 200 subscribers on YouTube. I'll give away a graded book, a cool graded book. I already know which one too. It's gonna be fucking cool. So well, let's do
1: this to narrow this down. Who was number two? Was it Tim? It was Tim. Tim, I know you're still here. So in the chat, tell me which print it is you don't want so that way we automatically know what you're going to take if your first choice isn't taken. Or yeah. is taken.
0: Yeah. So you might want to remind him of the prints. So there's uh, the,
2: there's uh,
1: the Power Rangers versus or the Green Ranger versus the DC Universe. I don't want to take them all out again. But there's the Spider-Man print. There's the Batman. And um, Batman and Harley Quinn. And Joker. And then there's the Harley Quinn Batwoman. So, uh, and then Spencer was the third one, right? Yep. Spencer, do the same thing. Tell me if there's a print that you don't want, since there's four of them and there's only three winners. Tell me if there's a specific print you don't want. And we'll uh, make that easier. I assume you have no life, Tim.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. I like
1: to picture that you spend your personal life, kind of like you do on our show, just sitting there awkwardly and not
2: talking. <laughs> He's going to make up for it, though. Yeah. Um, but there you go. Big winners.
0: Big winners. Good show tonight, guys. Um a lot of fun, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. And uh, it the best. we would Go appreciate
1: subscribe. that, yeah. We appreciate that, Spencer, if you invite people to subscribe to us. Uh, no, Tim, power, rangers. no power rangers, all right. Cool. Well, I got you then, yeah. I got you. Um, good call, Tim. You hit the nail on the head, bro. <laughs>
2: 100 subscribers, and I'll give it. Yep, I'll give a slab away. All we'll right, guys, which we'll slab
0: that is and we'll we'll advertise that a little bit so definitely go uh go subscribe
1: it sounds like brian is uh calling for the end of the show He's
0: so, got to take, a, uh, shit.
1: He's gotta gotta, take yeah. a shit oh fantastic but guys if you had a great time tonight make sure to hit that like button i see a subscriber. bunch of you in the chat let's get those likes up there's only three likes there's a handful of you in the chat so let's get those likes up if this is your first time finding us and you had a great time tonight, hit that like and subscribe button. If you're watching us on YouTube or Twitch or Mixer or Facebook, make sure to hit that subscribe button on those channels there as we are live on those networks every Friday night um, here at the Absolute Geek Podcast. Spencer says, I'd prefer no Power Rangers as well. You got it. I'm sure I can... So that there you go. It's going to be a fight between...
2: Nobody wants power Rangers. Yeah,
1: all right. Well there you go. It's gonna be a fight between the, the Batman stuff. So there you go. And the Spider Man.
2: Um very
0: cool guys. Thank you for uh for joining
1: us. <laughs> yes, that that shit Brian is holding could cause several medical issues, Tim. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um if you were not already, make sure to um like us on Facebook. Uh we have two girls, we have the absolute geek podcast. Um, fan page, and then we have a a group that we can invite you to, too. Um, Make sure to follow us on Twitter, at A Geek Podcast. Guys, um, if you
2: guys want a shirt, hit me up. I can hook you guys up with a shirt on the super cheap. There you go. Yeah. Um, Just real quick for guys. I want to fucking get rid of.
1: (laughs) Real quick, in two weeks, I will not be here for the show. I will be in San Diego at Comic-Con. So make sure to pay attention to social media. Um, I'm going to have all kinds of cool breaking news and updates from San Diego Comic-Con when I'm there. Uh, So it's going to be a good time. So yeah, give that spiel one more time. If this is your first time finding us on YouTube, make sure to hit the like and subscribe button. If you're watching on Twitch or Mixer or Facebook, make sure to hit that subscribe button. uh, So we can do some more giveaways here. And it's a shame for how good our podcast is that... We only have 86 followers on YouTube. So you got to get that number up. But, um, and actually, that's not me boasting. That came from a message we received on Facebook. So I definitely appreciate that. So, um, again, I want to thank the darts as always for our intro. And guys, for this week's episode of the Absolute Geek Podcast, I'm Matt. I'm not Jose. I'm Brian. And we will see you next time.